Hello, my name is Rachel Shear, and this is the podcast Let's Sexplore It. So I am a sex and relationship coach, and if you're interested in my services, you can go to my website, lovelaughleisure.com, and I also just wrote a book about dating called Date to Find Your Soulmate that will be available on Amazon on February 2nd. But today we have a very special guest, Ulis, and I will let her introduce herself. Thank you, Rachel, and nice to hear what you do as well. Uh, really, really interesting um, theme and topics. So what I do as a profession, I help people to relax into expansion, like a spiritual coach, spiritual teacher and a yoga therapist and i'm also an author that's that's what i do and i'm also working with sexuality actually that's a huge topic to work with so it comes in many different shapes and forms yeah that's great what's the title of your book i think you're gonna like it it's called holy fuck and sacred water and the secret connections to everything oh is it already available yeah, it is. It was launched uh, summer 2019, so uh, it's already on the Amazon. <laughs> oh, great. And it's really, it's really interesting book because we are writing about sacred sexuality and we connected with what is going on in the world today. And um, so do you want me to read it from the behind? Sure, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, holy fucking sacred water the secret connections to everything. It's bold, cocky, politically and socially incorrect. It is divinely channeled and imprinted with the sacred codes. This book will have you to say either fuck yeah, or it will piss you off, or maybe even both. This book is not for the common man or common woman. It is for the new generation of brave, passionate and curious beings who know they came to earth to make a difference and they're ready to take action now. A new era has arrived and with that more confusion and fear than ever before. This book reactivates the path of releasing the old so we can co-create a new thriving future together. It contains very raw and very vulnerable personal stories, scientific information, ancient wisdom, taboo topics and conspiracy theories. This book can help you to understand the importance of purifying your own water and using your passionate fire to live your true potential. Holy fucking sacred water could be considered a theory of everything. Life is a multidimensional journey to master empowerment, freedom and flow in our everyday lives. We can master these by unifying our inner spark with sacred water. This then creates the magical life force within us, what we call the holy fuck. Wow, that's very interesting. And that looks like a huge book. How many pages is it? It is um, 338 pages. Wow. How long did it take you to write? Actually, it, it was like a pregnancy. So it took nine months from the first word until it was published. And we have published it ourselves. So we don't have a publishing company. But we have... So the writing actually went rather quick because it was channeled, but we have, me and my co-author, we have been going through each sentence, every word, 
together. So it's, you know, it's in a good flow and uh, the, the correct words to re reactivate your inner dormant codes. So I've never seen her before. My co-author, we met the first time when we had a book release. Really? Yeah. We were did, writing over the internet. How did you find her? I was part of another book uh, in Swedish called Embracing Feminine Leadership. And we all have the essences of feminine and masculine, whether it's in a female body or a masculine body. So I was writing a chapter in that book. And then uh, once in a meeting, I, I said, well, the next book we have to write about is Sacred Sexuality. And then my co-author, she heard it on the recording and she reached out to me and she said, it's you and I, we are going to write this book. So we wrote it uh, and published it and it took us nine months. And then I finally got to see her in real, in real life. Was she what you expected? Yeah, even greater. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, can, you can sense the energy through the screen, which I find is really, really beautiful. But you have no idea how people, how tall they are or small or so. So yeah, it was, it was like meeting a sister, soul sister. That's so wonderful. Yeah. With all the knowledge you have and all the information in the book is there one takeaway that readers can get is there like one big piece mm. of information you can pass on to everyone um yes I, I mean there's several and and they're all connected to each other but one one big thing is especially now in these turbulent times is really, really to take radical responsibility for your own feelings, your own behaviors, and not to project it outside. That's why it's so important to purify your inner water since we contain over 70% of water. So what's, like, what are the instructions to do that? So, um, I, I'm, I'm a yogi. I've been studying yoga and holistic disciplines for more than 28 years. And the water element in the yogic perspective is associated with emotions. And emotions meaning energy in motion, that our emotions and our feelings are meant to move, meant to flow through us. But in, in our modern society, in Western society, we tend not to focus so much on our emotions or to be in our emotions we are numbing ourselves numbing our emotions which is basically just information so we have a lot of strategies maybe using medications or drugs or being a workaholic or whatever abusing sex you can use and abuse almost everything so we are numbing ourselves with so many different strategies and so many different methods but we really should embrace our emotions because it's only energy moving. Yeah, okay. So it's really about embracing who you are at the soul level and just, you know, in this time that we are now with a lot of fear, how that also influences our thoughts and our thoughts are being transported without in inner water and it makes us contracted and fear and it causes this big divide that we see world worldwide now yeah i totally agree with that and who would be your ideal client our ideal client would be 
as we are saying, not the common man or the common woman, but curious beings that are willing to invest time, uh, energy into themselves. Because even though that, you know, change can be this instant, but you sometimes you have to do things before that change that can be so instant. And a lot of us are upholding many negative emotions that have been stagnated in the body, causing depression, causing physical symptoms, causing distortions in our sexuality or whatever. So we are attracting um, quite conscious beings that are ready for the next level of consciousness, ready for the next level of awareness and committed beings that are really, you know, see the value to invest energy into oneself. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And what, how do you incorporate yoga into your practice? So for me, yoga is basically anything. Yoga has been really distorted in the Western societies also, and many people see yoga as, as a training or as an exercise, especially the masculine essence of the yoga with a lot of asanas or positions and things like this. But yoga is really, it really means union connectedness so just by having this conversation with you here rachel and i'm in tune with my feelings and my emotions i feel my heartbeat i feel my breaths so this is also yoga but people see yoga more like an exercise to bend or to stretch the body but for me yoga is a lifestyle and it's a view upon life that how everything is entangled like in quantum physics it's also talking about entanglement how everything is connected you and I are connected through our different countries, through the water, water aspect. So the water is both within us and without us. And the way we are treating ourselves and the way we are treating Gaia, Mother Earth, we are polluting the waters by our stressful minds. So um, what was the question again? <laughs> I'm sorry, I get so passionate to talk. So That's okay. I just asked how yoga is incorporated into your practice. Yes, that's right. Thank you for reminding me. So yoga is basically everything that, for me, that you are doing with 100% conscious presence, whether it's a talk or it's a position or it's something you do on the mat or you take it off the mat. And the Swedish word for breath, for instance, is andetag. And that literally means connecting with the spirit. So everything that you do while you are conscious about your breathing is yoga to me. So it's very easy to incorporate it in everything that I do. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yoga is everything. <laughs> yoga is everything. And yoga is way much more than we see, you know, a flexible body that is stretching. Yoga is the view upon life, how we all are entangled how I treat myself and also how I treat others in Gaia and yoga is, for me, it all starts within me. I can never do the change that I wanna see. I can never be the change if I'm not there fully for myself. If I'm not connected to all my aspects, all my different shapes and forms, to my, to my light and to my darkness, when they are merged in a holy fuck, then I'm whole and complete. And from this space and with this intention, I can help and guide others. Okay, great.
And how do you connect yoga with sexuality? Again, um, so many people are so unconscious about the importance of the breath. You know, people are thinking, well, I'm breathing 24-7. It's basically taking care of itself. But I'm talking about conscious breathing, conscious breathing that is working on multidimensional levels. It's working spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally, sexually. And basically, your sexuality also starts with oneself, right? I can never have a better sexuality than the relationship I have with myself, okay? So I, I can never trust anybody to come and save me or, you know, to give me the greatest sex ever if I don't have a good relationship in a relationship with myself. And so I connect this with a lot of breathing exercises, a lot of embodied work because it's where in the embodiment, because I can read so many books and I can take so many courses and I can understand so much, you know, on a mental level. And I feel that in our modern world, we are so much in the mental energy. We have this mental spirituality where I make it embodied because it's, that's where all the wisdom and all the gems are in the body, like a treasure. What do you suggest for people who have a mental block and they're not able to experience their sexuality fully? then I really recommend them to, because sometimes you also need help, even though that we have everything that we need within ourselves. Sometimes you might need a hand to hold on to, or, you know, a guide, somebody that might have been on the road before. So to go to somebody that you really, really trust and feel that you have a good trust, a good connection, a good yoga, <laughs> yoga also the connect, word of connectedness, and then start to work with your breaths because our breaths is shown on so many levels and it and outer circumstances is shaping our inner circumstances and our inner experiences and vice versa so if you have a mental blockage it's it's also for sure an embodied blockage and spiritual emotional so they all come together. So they really need to do breath work. Yeah, I agree with you on all of that. Um, there's a chapter in my book that's all about compatibility in dating. And I talk about how important it is to be compatible physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. All the stuff you talked about. I combined physical with sexual because they could be one and the same. They could also be completely different. Yes. So yeah, knowing yourself and who you are and being in tune with your breaths and your own sexuality is the first step. Yes, exactly. And I've developed a kind of yoga, uh, hormone yoga for women, for lust and sensuality, a very, very soft and feminine kind of yoga, um, but with a lot of potential. And, and in this kind of yoga, many women find their own sexuality because again, I cannot get or receive what I don't find in myself. So, and we are looking for, you know, the wrong things in the wrong places. We are mostly looking in the outside world for acknowledgement or for, for you know, Mr. Love or Mr. Right or whoever we are looking, but we need to look 
inside ourselves first and start the work there. And if I have a mental blockage that is hindering me from flow in my sexuality, in my juiciness, my relationship, my money, money and sexuality is also very connected. And many people don't know about that. It's easier, it's easier to talk about sexuality than for money and blockages about money, but they go hand in hand. What's your opinion about that? How do they go hand in hand? Because for me also as a yogi, everything is, everything is energy. Every thought that I have is energy that, you know, might be manifesting into a book. So it started with a thought and then it was transported in my inner water. I took action from my heart. I wrote it and here it is. And so money is basically also energy but many of us have so many blockages about money and that we need to work hard to get money or that money you know many in the spiritual community thinks that money is dirty or they don't they don't feel that spiritual people are into money yeah but the thing is like i'm also working with tantra and tantra means path of expansion and the more you free yourself and your inner flow from blockages of all kinds, the more access you have to the flow and there you can receive blessings of all kinds, including money. Okay, so let's all receive blessings about money. <laughs> well, if you, if you see money as blessings, as you see everything as blessings, everything that comes your way, whether it's a, it's a challenge, it might appear as a challenge, but a challenge is always, you know, a disguised gift. So once you face this challenge and you overcome it and you transform all the emotions that you have been triggered into, into this challenge, then you create this flow and things will flow naturally. You will easily get new assignments, new job, uh, and money is coming in. Of course, you have to take action for it also. I mean, if this was just to remain a thought in my head, and nothing you know so sexuality is really connected to creativity and so they're all very entangled so everything needs inner work that's where you find all the treasures yeah inner work i have an eight-week coaching course to help people clarify exactly who they are they do all the inner work to figure out who they are what they want in a relationship and then how to attract the right partner so I understand and relate to what you're saying because it's all about you. It starts from within. And if you don't do the work, the proper work on yourself, you're not gonna find happiness. You're not gonna have a fulfilling sex life, a fulfilling romantic relationship. Nothing will work out for you if you don't start with yourself. Exactly. And I. I was really, really depressed and suicidal uh, 12 years ago. So my first book is called 247, The Journey Home to My Heart. And it's my autobiography about coming back to life, really, uh, from being suicidal and really, really depressed and having no flow, no creativity, no sexuality, you know, not access to anything but depression and darkness and from there to transform it all. Because each challenge, as I say, is a disguised gift. And, and the more you can face and transform your inner darkness, your wounds, your traumas, 
the more light you have accessibility to. What was um, the what was the reason behind the title 247 AM? 247 AM is that this is when I woke up every night for decades. I woke up 247 AM every night after 15 minutes of sleep. Wow, and then you couldn't fall back to sleep? No. Every night for many years? Yes. Wow, so you went through years without sleep? Yes. That's very unhealthy and dangerous. Yes, I know. I know. So I was really in a bad shape and I was really, as I said, I was depressed. I had anxiety attacks. I My blood pressure was really bad. I had a lot of weird stress symptoms, uh, IBS, you name it. I had so many diffuse and stress-related symptoms, and I just kept on going. The, the lesser I slept, the more I did, always keeping myself busy. That was one of my strategies, working a lot, keeping my body, uh, you know, fit. Um, I was doing a lot of things just not to be able to feel all the emotions that I had thought that I had stuck away or suppressed. You can't suppress something, you know, that that is driven from the soul. Eventually, it will come out. No matter how many medications you're on, no matter how much you're drugging yourself or numbing yourself, the messages from the soul will always will be revealed. And somehow, one way or the other, you really have to deal with yourself. Well, that's amazing that despite your lack of sleep, you were able to create a book that hopefully helped people and hopefully you helped yourself come out of that bad place. Yeah, so this book is actually, so I wrote three books, three books in a year and so this came out last year as well. And this book is about mental illness. If you have mental illness yourself or if you're living with somebody who has mental illness and, and there are so many people here in Sweden that are depressed and burnouts and uh, and it's also a condition that is very much, you know, conditioned with shame and guilt. And you, you feel like, you know, you feel like a burden to society and you feel like you're alone. And not so many people, when I was sick, talked about it. And you felt that you were really alone and, you know. And so this book is, is, is meant to, its intention is to be inspirational for people who are suffering from mental illness. And also that there's a way through, but you have to dare to face all the frozen emotions that you haven't been transformed or faced before. Every trauma, and this is also the times that we are in, that we see now, everything that is coming up, that is causing this division regarding outer circumstances. It triggers a lot. It triggers a lot from fear to anxiety to this great gap and this great division. And if each and one of us could turn inwards, you know, and see what is triggered within me right now, and to be able to transform that shadow into light, then we could meet in the divide. Because it's not like it's not going to happen that people who believe in Trump or Biden that they are going to meet and then we will have, you know, world peace. 
it is in this division within ourselves and with the, within and with others that we need to meet yeah. that we need to connect and so the more my experiences and all my teachings is from this book everything that i do all the books that i'm creating all my courses my programs my retreats my sessions is based upon that for me to change and to have the beautiful sexual life that I want or to have the money on the account that I want or to have a beautiful house. So I have to change each and one of the things within me that is blocking me from having it. Okay. And can you tell the listeners briefly what type of courses and classes you offer? Yes, so I do everything from soul readings where we do karma clearings. Uh, from previous lifetimes because not only that we have stress from this lifetime within our bodies everything that I have ever felt everything that I have participated in but haven't been processed like if I've been raped or sexually harassed or abused one way or another and a lot of things that I have felt but I have never shared it or transformed it so they're still accumulated within the body hindering the flow and it's stored within the water. As a yogic, and in the yogic perspective, we believe that the energy, you know, from generations back, everything is stored within each and one of us. Every, every single thing, because energy never dies. Energy just transforms and takes different shapes. So each and one of us have the energy of be, being perpetrators and being victims. And this is also why we see it in the collective today, because we are all perpetrators and we are all victims. It lies like, you know, memories within our DNAs. And that's also what's enhancing this big divide that we see today. Okay. And so I do, I, I do courses in karma clearing and I also do um, courses of yoga and yoga therapist sessions, yoga consultations. And we are about to launch a program on how to write a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have such a variable career. Yeah, I like to, it's like a smorgasbord where you can choose. Like today, I feel like I want to do a soul reading or today I'm guiding people in hormone yoga. For me, that's one way of showing and expressing my sexuality and my creativity, that it's flowing and it's not stuck and conformed. And where can the listeners find you? Do you have a website or a place that people can go? Yes. So my English site is up and running. It's not complete, but you get a, you get a hint. And so it's uliskarlsson.com. It's U-L-L-I-S-K-A-R-L-S-O-N.com. U-L-L-I-S-K-A-R-L-S-O-N.com. Ullis Karlsson. Okay, that's your full name. And um, you said you have another website that's not in English? Yeah, it's plainyoga.se. So it's plain as simple, P-L-A-E-N. How do you say yoga? How do you spell yoga in, in, in English? Y-O-G-A. Yes, thank you. And then .se. You see, English is not my native language, so I have to think of in, in Swedish first and then transform it into English. So is thank you, Rachel. Plain, how did you spell plain? Plain, it's P-L-A-I-N, yoga, .se. 
Okay, great. Thank you so much for being here today. It was wonderful to hear your story and your background and you have three amazing books that people, can people get them on Amazon? Uh, yeah, not the Swedish one, but this one, it's also on Amazon. And the holy fuck and the sacred water is also on Amazon. The holy fuck and the sacred water is on Amazon and also 2.47 a.m. Yes, and thank you. And it was nice talking to you. And um, thank you for the opportunity. Yes, thank you for being here. And again, my name is Rachel Shear. I'm a relationship coach. My website is love, laugh, leisure.com. I have a book launching on February 2nd on Amazon called Date to Find Your Soulmate. And this is Let's Explore It. So thank you for listening and have a great day.